With Smart Voice from Shaw Business, collaborating in a busy business is easy. You can teleconference with your team with the push of a button. You can use instant messaging to get instant answers. You can even use screen share to collaborate on work docs so, so everyone, everyone can literally be on, on the same page. page. How, How cool, cool is that? that? Smart Voice works seamlessly across any device with your entire team, even when you're not together. Discover all the benefits of Smart Voice at sawbusiness.ca. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. The Tim and Tom Show is a unique look from two guys who have lived life to the fullest and now are looking back at the celebrities, news stories, and other things in a changing world and giving you their honest reactions. The Tim and Tom Show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New of newlawoffice.com. Also brought to you by Makeup Kennedy at facebook.com slash makeupkennedy. And brought to you by wowfreecam.com. It is available anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. And now we go to your host of the Tim and Tom Show. Here's TR and Tim. Take it away. Good morning. We're coming to you live from the Wide Men Podcast Network Studios in, well, we actually have more than one because we're such a big, gigantic outfit. Uh, Of course, I'm coming to you live from uh, Grand Prairie, Alberta, Canada, where it's only 10 o'clock, still uh, Thursday night. And of course, as always, we have the man, the legend, the myth, T.R. Shock, coming to you from his palatial palace in Clifton Heights. Pennsylvania, Thomas. Yes, sir. I uh, I come with a a beaming headache, and I come with a WTF, not to be confused with the famous podcast by the great Mark Marin. It's a WTF over J.R. Smith. First, first, there's a lot to talk about, and I won't. I'll save that for the basketball show. But, you know, just to get it out of my system now, uh, the worst thing was J.R. Smith after they had been effed earlier and all that. I'll get to that in a minute. But J.R. Smith pulled a Chris Webber at Michigan. And (laughs) it's hard as shit to get an offensive rebound in that kind of a situation. And you got 4.7 seconds left on the greatest player on earth. Or you can go back up with it or whatever, and he ran out like he's going to be the hero for running out the clock. When they're tied. They're tied, J.R., you dumb fuck. Everybody should be like Larry Hagman in Dallas and wonder who shot J.R. Because that who's stupid not motherfucker. Well, yeah, it was, who's not going to shoot there was, there was three things for me. Yeah, There was three things for me. First thing was, uh, I believe it was George Hill who was on the line. Correct? Yeah. And uh, the first one, that he, I know where you're going, but I just want to okay, say the so, first one that he made looked like garbage, too. But go ahead. Right. But, okay, so, I mean, that can happen. But, Jesus, man, you got to sink that. you got to nail that in that in that spot. So that's that's goof one. Then Mr. Smith, who obviously, I don't know if he just lost count, thought that went in, got lost on the court. What happened? I don't know. None of it's – there isn't an excuse for any of it. Um, he bl- he blows it. Then for me, number three was uh, instead of yelling at him, Le- Le- LeBron sitting there freaking on him. Why didn't he call a timeout? 
I, I have no freaking clue. Um, you know, which seems logical probably... to me too. So that, you know, that maybe maybe he was just so stunned that the guy was running around like, and he he never never sometimes to when, him. I don't know, but sometimes when somebody's that dumb, it gets contagious and makes you doubt yourself. Like LeBron was like, "Why is he doing that shit? Are we up?" Yeah, like it confuses everybody. Like when you're that stupid, and uh, you know, it's it's just like he's been around too friggin' long to to, to, to have done that. something like that. Yeah, it was uh, it was something, and it was just one event in a in a crazy, pretty crazy game that I don't think most people gave. Yeah, Cleveland much of a chance. Well, most people are giving them what one game, I guess. The majority of of uh, fans, uh, they easily could have won this. They should have won it, actually, to be honest. And uh, we got some fisticuffs there at the end, which I'm sure you guys will talk about on the flagship show. And uh, I saw some LeBron flopping and a uh, call reversed and all, all kinds of stuff to talk about. But we'll leave most of that for the. Uh, or the uh, professionals on the on the network to digest because that's their job after all. Uh, as far as the Tim and Tom show goes, it's been uh, quite a week again uh, as America ramps up the fucking stupidity up a notch. I guess I don't know who they're trying to keep up to, but uh, somebody. Um, I don't even know where to start with this week, and I won't go to the obvious one. Well, we'll save that for a little later. I'm going to start off with this. What uh, was the obvious week. one? Well, the obvious one was you know, was Roseanne, but I'm not going to go there yet. Um, I guess I, I guess I, want to talk I guess about you this. The, I guess you didn't think that. Oh, was, was that oh, was that a Roseanne? Okay, sorry. I guess yeah, I guess I had a little more of a. What's the redheaded guy, uh, the fat comedian, Louis Anderson? I might have sounded more like him. My bad. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe. Um, I want to talk about this uh, televangelist. Who has is trying to convince his followers that he needs fifty four million dollars for a private jet, and he already owns three. You know what? Now, um, you go. Yeah, go ahead and say it. No, go ahead and say it, and then I'll finish. Because I I am raised Catholic. I believe that there is a higher power, um, etc. But these guys are the biggest – they're bigger con men than Carney's, pro wrestling promoters, Don King, everybody combined. Um, I only know a couple of their names. I, I don't even – I forget this dude's name that has the planes and shit like that. But, I mean, I, I'm sitting over here, to, uh, you know, trying to get approved for credit on a car. And this this dude's just telling people, you know, nonsense, and they're just giving tons of dollars. <laughs> wait, till, wait till you hear the answer. Wait till you hear the reason. This is the logic oh. behind this. Uh, now, people have asked me, uh, can't I can't I do the job with the one I've already got? And his answer was, well, yeah, sure I could, but I can't do it with just one stop. This jet can fly around the world without having to stop, eh? Now, what that has to do with uh, what that has to do with preaching the gospel anywhere, I don't know. But uh, uh, he went on to say that um, uh, he's not asking for it; he's just praying for it. It'll be Jesus who gives it to him. So, of course, he's just laying it on the followers. 
my best one was, I really believe that if Jesus was physically on the earth today, he wouldn't ride a donkey. He'd be in my airplane preaching the gospel all over the world. I nearly fell down when I read that. Man. <laughs> that that's some serious fuck upness. Um like you said, these this guy they're they're worse than every con man put together when they pull this crap. Uh and doesn't it say something really about about the, the, our our society, like the people that actually just go for yeah, this. Yeah, it does because somewhere, somewhere, somebody is digging into the savings account, or worse, spending money they really don't have to give. Because this guy, they, they actually believe that that this guy talks to God. Ugh. <laughs> Which yes, it's frightening. That in this day and age, now I mean, like I said, if you want to believe that this guy talks to God, I, I guess that's your prerogative. But you can't really sit there and tell me that you know God's only message to this dude was Jesse, you need a faster jet. You're just not getting the job done was, as good as you could because you need a better airplane. I think that was probably our Lord and Savior's main message that had to get across uh, above the volcanic eruptions in Hawaii and, uh, you know, the, the ongoing tensions in, in, in the Middle East and everything else and the school shootings. I, I tend to – I don't have much to give, but I'll pawn some stuff tonight to send to that dude because, you know what, he does need a jet rationally thinking. I think so. <laughs> well, I suppose we can hope that, uh, boy, this one's going to get me in trouble maybe, but I don't care. Um, statistically speaking, is, is there a better chance for a crash in a private jet than there is if he's on the road or on commercial or anything? Well, all he has to do is uh, get it made by Southwest, wink, wink. <laughs> Yeah. Then the worst part on all this too is then when you throw in all the other shit that this guy doesn't—they don't pay taxes because they're a church and blah 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 blah. It's just piling on already. Like, dude. Um, I mean, I guess I mean I don't know that he's really breaking any laws or anything. I guess not. But to be such a uh, a manipulator is just scummy. And he's a white man, and we're talking about Christians here. So, um, you know, considering Tom and I are on the right, and I, I'd basically say uh, I pretty much share Tom's belief system. I was raised Lutheran, which is pretty close to Catholic. Um, I believe in something. I'm not sure what kind of tag I want to put on it these days. But uh, I'm pretty sure that the higher power does not tell anybody to... Uh, you know, go out and acquire a, a faster jet airplane. And that's reminds yeah, me of the guy back in the I can't remember what his name was back in the eighties who um who uh, said he needed the baptismal pool in his house. So he so they built him an Olympic sized swimming pool with a water slide and all that stuff. So just in case <laughs> water just, just make, just, Yeah, just to make sure they covered it. It was a comedian. I can't remember. You should know this. You're the comic guy. Some comedian did a bit about it where he basically uh, says, you know, I don't know where in, the, where in the fuck they're reading this at, but I didn't write water slide in there anywhere. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I don't remember the bit or the comedian, but I remember 80s evangelist Jimmy Swagger, maybe, or... Yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't Swagger, but it was one of his ill. Jim, uh, Jim Baker. Jim and Tammy Faye uh, Baker. Yeah, Jim and Tammy Faye. Uh, who was the other one? Um, I think it might have uh, been Jimmy Billy Swagger. Billy Graham. Billy Graham. He wasn't as bad. Jimmy Swagger, I believe, now, was he, the one who, who told his... Uh, parishioners that uh, God came to him in a dream and said if he didn't raise, you know, whatever the amount of money was, X of millions, um, God was going to take him to heaven. That would be it for him. He would he would he would die and go to heaven. And his parishioners were kind of like, well, isn't that like, shouldn't you like really sign up for that? Because isn't that the goal? <laughs> you know, to go to heaven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, and he was. I, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I got nothing yet. Oh, well, and then he, uh, I, I can finish it up because he, I believe it was Swagger, don't hold me to this, but it was one of them anyway. And his son turned out to be gay. And he, uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, he, he had to deal, he had to deal with the gayness <laughs> by, uh, God came to him. Of course, God, God shows up to this guy on a regular basis, huh? And he appeared to me and he was, 127 feet tall, or some ridiculous <sighs> number, like not you know not 50 or 100. He was, was like a very not random number of height. That was fucking and, oh, Yao he, Ming. What the fuck's wrong with it? Yeah, you know uh, I don't know fuck. if you know the Canadian comedians uh, McLean and McLean. I'm not sure. It doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, well, anyway, they're very. They were very. They're both dead now, but they were both very politically incorrect. And then their joke was, you know, he, uh, how did he know he was like 127 feet tall? Like of all the things you could say. And the other one, they're two brothers, eh? and he, the other brother goes, he says, I wonder, you think he looked up his robe? To see if like Jesus had like an 80 foot swanger hanging on him? That is a little politically incorrect. Makes me a, a little That's pretty, that's pretty always... politically incorrect. But I mean, if you see God, God appears to you and you know his height. What a strange thing to know. Yeah, you know, Tom Robinson yeah. appeared to me in a dream, and he was nine and a nine and three quarter feet tall. <laughs> That's kind of a weird thing to pull. But then again, exactly. I don't know if these guys, where they come from or what they do, but but anyway, all right. So we're we're kind of a. Uh, oh, 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 you're not done yet. Right, continue. We can stay on this for a minute. I was just trying to think of stuff about that whole scene, and I'm trying to decompress from that. Game. Maybe God came to Jr. and told him to hold the ball. Um, but anyway, uh, to do something fucking dumb. But yeah, uh, I want to explain. I mean, there, I'm sure there's many atheists who listen, and, and all varieties of religious beliefs, and that's anybody's choice. I don't give a shit what you believe in. I just feel that there's a higher power. I was raised to believe I was Catholic, and as Everything is on limits, as my comedic side is. I still have, like, Sister Candida, not to be confused with the late Chris Candido, Sister Candida in Sacred Heart grade school, uh, putting in my head when I was very young that those who mock God are going immediately to hell and so forth. So, I believe it or not, that, that's one subject that gets me a little... Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, would that make really me partially God, left? Anyway. 
Would that make me less uh, if I if I if um, I if I bitch out on certain jokes? That and like uh, you know, baby tragedies and stuff like that. I don't like to make fun okay, of yeah, those two subjects. But no, uh, anything else? Open. I mean, I'm not really mocking yeah, like, God. I'm I'm mocking the believer, the 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 dude. Uh, no, not like, you, but the the comedian bit talking about looking at his uh, private parts. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that might be a little. That makes me slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, they did a whole bit about um, Jesus was just a guy, you know. Which, like, I mean, that's what the Bible says. You know, Jesus was just a dude. Uh, and they had a little song. Since, it was just it was just huge up here. Since you opened up Pandora's box, I no, will say not, eh? that that if I'm doing true confessions about the mysteries of life as we live it, I've had some lay down with my eyes closed moments where I said to myself, "What if Jesus was just like Chris Angel or David Blaine, and like doing like magic tricks that they it's thought really he was turning wine into water?" And there was a goddamn dove that came out of his like hand or something, and uh, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, where I I don't qualify that as mocking God, but I mean, people in in that era of time would probably be like, "Damn, did you see that shit?" And like you know, Holy. they run away, and et cetera. Mary, Mary. And, and, and some would believe that he was the son of God, and others would believe he was just David Blaine. And then when he was revealed to be just David Blaine and getting all these accolades and money and shit and whatever, they they may have, uh, you know, had a problem with him and whatever. But, uh, you know, that's just a thought that's uh, that I made public, and I'm sure everybody has their questions because nobody knows until you're dead. Yeah, so, we always uh... – I always used to say, so did you do, uh, to get into this subject a little bit deeper, then did you do, like, uh, uh, you were, did you do, like, catechism, where you confirmed Catholic? No, I did all that shit. Uh, confirmation and oh, okay. See, so did I, except, and except the Lutheran thing. So did you ever get to that point during that part? Yeah, all that stuff. Did you ever get to that part point where they asked you, like, do, you know, do you have any deep questions? And did somebody do anything stupid, kind of like the George Carlin bit? You know, can God make a rock so big he can't lift it? Uh, no, but there's, if I start going down that road, I haven't in several years, like 20 years. But with my anxiety and depression, I start going fucking nuts with those questions that you can't answer. <laughs> and hey, well, you, I have I just one. Start, start having panic attacks. Okay, I have one, and it was always my go-to. And and no one has ever been able to give me an explanation except for the one that they gave me, which isn't good enough and never has been. Because my first question is, is okay. I'm supposed to believe that God has all just always been. He's always out there. That, and that's where you're starting to whatever. scare me already. I know. Okay. I well, no, I'm not going to go. But I'm not going to go that direction. I'm supposed to take it on. I'm supposed to take that on faith. All right, fine. I'll take that on faith. Now explain to me how on any set of rules anyone can explain to me how you make something from nothing. Well, look at the Cavaliers. And I'm, but anyway. And we're, and, yeah, and we're no. done. Because nobody can answer that. Well, you know, he did it from there. Well, okay, where did that come from? Who made that? Well, it was just always there. Well, 
<laughs> that was always my end game is, well, where did that come from? Well, if God made it, who made God? Well, God just is. Well, how the fuck can that be? You know, as, I mean, well, it's beyond your comprehension. You have to take it on faith. Yeah, well, that's, right. that's, but that's this sort is, of that's you know, sort of where I went. Now. That's sort of where I went with uh, the whole premise. If you're named God, you're supposed to be a little bit smarter than the humans that you created, I would think. And uh, you know, <laughs> oh you're, man, you're, now that's a good. Yeah, I never thought of that. That's a good way of looking at it. The, the whole premise is that you, you only give these humans like a little bit of your supreme beingness uh, to try to answer these Same. questions. And, 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 and it's, it's uh, to, to use an old uh, quote that doesn't answer your question. It's beyond our comprehension. Do have to have faith uh, because you're not capable with the, uh, uh, who the fuck said who the fuck's that asshole who just died with, uh, that used to talk through a fucking goddamn uh, harmonica that scientist, what the fuck's his name, Hawking? Oh, Stephen I Hawking. I mean, you, you, you could have Hawking's brain, but, you know, you're you're just some smart douchebag. You're, you're not, you're a human. A human you to a god is a, is a, is a yeah. tiny step up. Yeah, it's a tiny step up. I mean, it's kind of like, you know. From you know, well, that uh, was my right. That was always a my slow problem. adult to a Jeopardy champion. Yeah, I mean, kind it's of. kind of that was always levels. my problem with with people who didn't believe anything though. Was that how can you sit here and tell me like just look at the universe and how everything is? You're trying to tell me this just all happened by accident and it all works so well by accident that just that just can't be. Now I'm not saying believe uh, in God or Muhammad or. Or you know uh, Buddha or whatever, but there's got to be something, somewhere, smart enough to figure all this out. It didn't just happen because two pieces of dirt bumped together at high speed, which is also another yeah. question for people who aren't re- who aren't religious and and want to go with the Big Bang theory. Where did the two pieces of dirt come from? Yeah, every genius is a fucking. You know. <laughs> We're just all humans, and we can just. And we can just beat that one to death. So believe what you want. I'm not telling anybody what to believe. Literally, um, literally till death. Um, yeah. Nobody knows. Your choice. Nobody knows. That, that really is what it boils down to is nobody knows. And you got to kind of take one it. you got to pick whichever person. path you're going to go and live with it. Exactly. you got to be fired up, Tom Robinson. God damn it. I'm fired up and you're fired up, but I mean, it all stemmed from that greedy son of a bitch who got a goddamn plane when I can't even get a car for Uber and Lyft, where I make most of my money. I've taken that thought further, and I'm sitting there. I wonder how how many people in this guy's church aren't rich. I'm going to guess, you know, probably like a regular percentage, right? Okay, so, like, why doesn't he take that $54 million? Get a new jet and sell those other three jets and help some of his own people out. He's not really interested in that. He's got to spread the gospel to, I don't know, somewhere he can fly in 24 hours, I guess. It just doesn't even make sense. It's just stupid. Rich and wealthy asshole. are a different thing. And and wealthy people, uh, they just don't give a fuck about, like, a rich person. Like, you say, like, the you know, Chris Rock used to have... You know, a joke. I'm rich, but he's wealthy. You know, and uh, it's the truth. I mean, wealthy people 
don't give two shits about fellow human. And, of course, there's certain, uh, what do you call that, exceptions to the rule. But they there's don't a give few, a fuck about uh, anyone. I, know, I mean, I they know just one want thing. more. None of them want to give up their money. No, they may donate not at all. Few, they might want to donate, donate some of it because they got write so it much. Off. But, yeah, but, they, but I don't hear anybody going, you know what? Uh, my, I'm worth uh, 150 million dollars, and I decided today, fuck it, I don't want it anymore. I want to. I'm going to go get yeah. a nine to five at the 7-Eleven, and I want to live like a normal person. You don't ever hear that yep. happening. Nope. That sort of reminds me. They had Bill Gates was on the. Uh, uh, I think it was Ellen actually, and they had him do a fake game of The Price Is Right, and he had no. no Christ, like, he didn't know, know okay, anything, really. Oh fuck! No, he wasn't even close. What's a can of beans worth? You know, well, gotta be what you know, twenty-five cents. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, back in maybe the last time you ever bought one, maybe back in the seventies. <laughs> but you know, how much is a loaf of bread worth? You know, well, a buck. And she's like, you know, okay, clearly you don't buy your own groceries, and some of the, like frozen stuff, you know, that does cost ten or twelve dollars. He thought should be you know two or three. He had no concept of. Even he was starting to go, Jesus, I didn't realize, you know, people had to pay this much for shit. So if I was hosting, I'd say, totally I'd say hey, Alan. Hey, Alan, did you burp? I smell pussy. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Gates, there we go. Rich, now we've richest, the line. Richest, richest man in the world, or used to be. I think somebody beat him to fucking uh, one of them dot-com dudes. I forget. I just saw it. But anyway, uh, the guy who owns Amazon.com is the richest. That's that's what it Jeff, is. That's Jeff what it Bezos, is. I believe, is the man. Yeah, fucking fuck him too. But anyway, uh, got so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it. I would I would have a uh, you know a rim shot ready, and I would say, "Did you burp? I smell just to lighten the room a little bit." And then I'd be like, "Hey, hey, Gacy," I, I'd, I'd absolutely try to bring him down to like human being level, and uh, I'd be like. Keep offering Ellen. See how much she'll sell out to to, to blow you, and uh, you know. See, if, uh, let's make a deal. Change the show from Price is Right to Let's Make a Deal. Hey, uh, Jay North from uh, Dennis the Menace with your stupid suit. You don't have to look like a dude just to like chicks. I mean, show your expression somewhere else. You sixty-year-old dope. Freak. Used to be funny. Used to be goddamn funny. Now you got. The hotter chicks than me, Portia de Rossi and that other one from them movies. We said her name before, and I always forget. The one that was a Anne lesbian H. conveniently for like two years. Yeah, Anne, Anne H. H. one you Now she so bangs much. every dude there is. She's yeah, she's got married a lesbian. and has babies, had some babies. Because she yeah, was such a whatever. lesbian. She's I admit I'm jealous too. of the wealthy. But that brings well, up the earlier point that I never finished. Um... The rich and the wealthy are two different things. Like, you know, I've seen instances where guys like The Rock, and I don't, and it's not because of his wrestling connection. He's just one that came to mind off the top of my head. Like, uh, even the P. Diddy, as much as you know, people like myself aren't a big fan of his work, so to speak. But you know, uh, people have reached out like on random twitters and and been like, "Hey, man, could you come on my show?" Or hey, you know, just total strangers low income people and all of a sudden they're they're donating or they're they're 
giving their time. Some chick asked the rock for the prom. He can't make it. He's making 82 movies a fucking week. But he, he, he took the time to put on the loudspeaker how, you know, the chick's cool and, like, he invites the, he, it's on him, all the shit you can eat at a theater and all that. So the rich are cool because they probably had to build their way up and they get it. But the wealthy never had to live in any kind of condition that was no, yeah, remotely there's a difference hard. between the two. Um, on yeah. a different, on an unrelated note, um, our partner in crime is on the switchboard. Should we let him on the air or not? Fuck no, he's in bed. He didn't want to do the show. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our fucking small look behind the curtain. I, I never looked at the switchboard till just now. So he's Get his ass on. on. I'm just already. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now he won't answer, probably. Nathan. Uh, I'm you know, in usually bed. People I who don't phone care. Into this show, people who phone into this show and say, fuck you two, usually get X'd right out of here. So watch yourself. Nah, I can come back on any way I want anyway. <laughs> you, sound, you sound energetic. No, I was actually listening to the show, and I was going to come on and make really great puns, but Don Brova wasn't listening to the Switch or watching the Switch. I board. didn't even look at it till just now, because I, I didn't like, really want to let anybody on. Because you guys were talking about what you believe in, and I was just going to call in and be like, well, you know, I believe in a thing called love. And uh, oh, I was going to also bring up that I do have faith. Uh, it's a great single. George Michael really knocked it out of the park. Uh, so so glad we didn't. Him. So glad Tim wasn't paying attention. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know because if you would have dropped the uh, the uh, I believe in a thing called love, I probably would have went and tried to do the high part and probably drove Ooh, everybody right darkness. into the studio. But a little darkness up in here, you know. The darkness. I know. It's it's a, CR doesn't like it. It's not anything like you know. Trace Atkins, Billy Bob from 1990 or whatever. But uh, <laughs> what year were you born? <laughs> 1990. Just <laughs> <laughs> You're right. All the great things in life come from 1990. Uh, Me, uh, Crystal. No, they Dick. came long before that. Long before 1990, <laughs> my friend. The Tim and Tom Show. I'm on. I'm on conservative radio. God, what's wrong? You're with on. Con- you're on conservative talk radio. And you smell like the enemy to me. I don't know. This is this is like me calling into Fox News. Makes no sense. Uh, except, uh, you know, we don't have an agenda. We just have our honest opinion on the realities of a declining civilization. Yeah, I mean, come uh, on. We just finished roasting a white Fox gets paid to re- read their script. That's yeah, true. I was listening. I was listening to you guys talk about that that fuck stick down there. That uh, God needs me to get fifty four million dollars so I can spread the gospel on the jet. If Jesus was here, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. Well, what the fuck would he be riding, Pastor? Why don't you fill me in on that? Since you know him so well, the last Jesus I actually the last Jesus I saw riding around. Jesus would definitely. Have a dedicated on line in his house, <laughs> and he would have Wi-Fi. The last Jesus I saw riding around was on a lawnmower. He was doing some lawn work down here, so oh, I don't no, want to no. hear any of that. Oh, no, no, we love oh, our we love our Mexican Mr. friend. Liberal. That's not very liberalish. No, it certainly isn't. 
going on a Jesus play on words there. Man, he I must thought be you sleeping. wanted at least four or five of those guys living in your yard for free in a tent. Oh man, no. now you're both I like, you're both alone. I like my yard. I like my yard. You're both alone. We got I'm Armando kidding. Martinez as my main man. I uh, okay, but Armando. A, Armando is a hardworking man who pays his taxes and isn't an illegal, from what I know. So let's Armando cross our fingers on that because I'm pretty sure he's not. Armando so, could buy. Armando is a different sort of fella. That's. He's the exception to the rule. I only I joke I with my – I only joke with our our good Mexican friends out there. They know I'm kidding. I believe if I he, saw correctly, Armando is uh, bringing his father to the United States, so I'm going to guess he's uh, above board. Well, good. Yeah, I'm I believe glad, I saw I'm that on, a, on a, a tweet or a message or something along that line that his, his dad was finally – Gonna make the trip, so yeah. No, Armando's all right in my books. I love Armando. He's he's the man, and I I love our Mexican American friends, legal illegal. I love you all. I love them. They just shouldn't be in the country illegally. That's all. I I yeah. love everybody I mean, except J.R. Smith tonight. At, well, with a side <laughs> order of George Hill. Because, and you know what man. else too about that that we forgot to mention, Tom? Is that he just about goofed the? Uh, uh, well, that wasn't on that play, but with all the nonsense that happened at the end, they got to within one bucket of uh, getting to the spread too. Yeah. After a minute there, I thought I mean, they were going to cover. And gonna... Golden it's one hundred four, one hundred two, Cleveland, and uh, a chance to steal one in Oracle is monumental because even Big Nate. In his pessimistic ways, and I, I, I predicted a fucking sweep with my head, but my heart's on LeBron. So, uh, a chance to steal one at Oracle is unimaginable. It's huge, and and it's right there. And once you go to, once I saw overtime, you knew they were going to go on a run and just laugh at them because they they had their chance there. If they take one in Oracle. They go to that boring look. I think that's why they win at home because it's so boring looking. The games could be great, and it sucks anyway because Cleveland is just such boring visually to watch. And Nate said that he thinks they'll win game three in Cleveland. So if you take one in Oracle, whether it's game three or four, now you took two games. That Draymond Green's yelling at shit that he's getting calls. That crazy fuck's going to get kicked out of the series if if there's any adversity whatsoever. So now you got Draymond and Iguodala out, and boom. There's a chance if you win two games. Not not Still not a big chance, but there's a chance. I'll tell you Sorry. This. Go ahead. I'll tell you this, and we won't talk any more basketball. I don't mean to interrupt your guys' show. I'll even get off No, because I'm going to kick you off right after that. So, Well, well fuck you. Uh, <laughs> like Opie uh, and Anthony, and nobody can get along. The um, the Cavs looked played near perfect basketball in the first half, and played and the Warriors played maybe the worst game I've ever seen them play at home. Um, outside of the Houston series, that they played awful tonight. And the staff a great defender. They are, they are, and LeBron James had have his team's points, and. You still can't win that game. You 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 may not you you may get one, 
But the fact if the fact they lost tonight showed that they're an inferior opponent, and this series will be quick and painless. Well, it's painful. All right. Well, Ta-da. we'll see. Especially if Tristan Thompson is suspended for the next game. So we'll see about that. But I don't mean to interrupt, gentlemen. Thought I'd call in, let you guys know I love the show. Hate the well, content, but love the show. Uh, well, caller from West Virginia, we done do appreciate you taking the time to get on that rotary throne and give us a holler. And before well, before you lay well, your, we sure your head down. We appreciate what it's all about up there in Canada, eh? Yeah, it's been a good call. <laughs> you done well, sir. We're going to go out here and now milk the moose, and we'll make sure we'll get you down some good maple syrup, all right? That's hey. a mighty fine toque you got there, sir. All right, guys. Two years are right, probably. Wait, 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 wait. Before you lay down tonight, and I don't even want to know what you believe. I think you already told me, but I need to pass this along. It's important information. Sister Mm -hmm. Melchior, not not Sister Melchior, not to be confused with Sister Candida, who's not to be confused with Chris Candida. Now back to the different the different nun that beat me with a roar. Sister Melchior said, and I quote, and I still do this at age fucking 48 because she spooked me when I was a child. It's almost being like molested when you say these crazy things. It sticks with you. She said to me, and I have to say it to you now, which okay. you'll laugh off and say is ridiculous, but you might end up doing it for the same reason I do for paranoia. She claimed to our class repeatedly until it got zombified into me that after you say your prayers before you go to sleep you must bless your pillow or if you don't you'll go to hell if you die in your sleep that my Listen. friend have a good have a good rest easy tonight and uh yeah. <laughs> if if blessing if blessing my pillow is what sends me to hell then there's going to be <laughs> If that's what sends me, because there's a lot worse that I've done and a lot worse I will do. And in I, your I don't eyes, go into, not in Melchior's. I don't go into what I believe in because, to me, it doesn't matter. I'm not changing anybody's mind. It's my own personal beliefs. I was raised a Baptist, uh, and I do not adhere to the rules of being a Baptist, so we'll just leave it at that. Uh, as far as personal beliefs, they're my own, so I leave it at that. Uh, but yeah, bless your pillow, son. Be careful. I care about I'll you. Bless, I'll bless your ass. Shut up. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. You might have to. I need some money soon. Oh Lord, uh, if if that if blessing you. your ass gets I, some money, we'll just hold each other's asses all night and bless each other all night. So no, I we'll told you. I told you when you plug WowFreeCam.com, one of our faithful sponsors, I'm getting ready to sell this dick. See what happened there? Well, I got blasted right off the network. Literally or figure? Literally. The phone went dead. I had to phone back in and get back in. So it well, yeah. might be that's looking that's that. people. That, that. That that's either a sign from God or the fact that me and fucking Nate are so long winded that the station can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, that might be what it is. But uh, T R, if you start 
TR, you start selling that dick, just uh, remember that in a dollar eighty six will get you a bottle of soda. So just hang in there, big guy. You'll get it. <laughs> I love Coke. <laughs> All right, guys. Have Peace. A good show. I'll be listening. Take it easy. Later, man. Bless your okay, pillow. I just want to. I, I missed part of that there, but I want to add in there that the blessing the pillow. Yeah. What what do you what not do you think to be confused with so, my pillow. If you have my pillow. Yeah. Sorry. What do you think keeps the underside of that thing so cool? That's why. Ah. Now, yeah, now we're think going about that. the late yeah. Stuart Scott category. Well, if you don't bless it, it's hot under there and you know where that's coming from. So yeah, come from down under. Think, and I'm not talking on the thunder down under. Thunderstruck. Anyways, all right. Give me all right, back let's on let's just have there. let's just have one more one more spiritual comment from me. All right. We are us. so fucked. We are so fucked up as as human beings, doing bad shit to one another, and just in general. Now some of some of the rules it's are true. a little bit. No, no, it's true. A little bit. A little bit. Some of the rules are a little bit. But I'm getting to an end game here. Some of the rules are a little bit fucking. You know hard to do like i just cursed you know thou shall not do this thou shall not do that i mean but we are given this uh you know uh, hypothetical depending on your belief rule book so to speak and if you do not follow these rules punished with eternal fire like (laughs) nobody ever really comprehends Mm. the, the concept of hell like you will burn, really. and like when you put you know the old if you put your hand in fire you won't put it back unless you're stupid or whatever or whatever that saying is. Right. Have you ever yeah. been burnt just even slightly burn your hand for a second or whatever? Yes, hurts like a uh, that would be that would be infinity times infinity as far as the pain level you're in. If 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 this uh, hell that we've been told does exist, so. I might not do shit anymore, and I might I might do that right. act of contrition right now. I'll see your eternal hellfire, and I'll raise you with this prospect: singing hymns for eternity. Mm. Depends which one. Doesn't really. Does that really sound all that appealing, though? No, it sounds you gross, sing- but. Uh, but I remember "Be Not Afraid" from Choir, which wasn't ba- wasn't a bad little ditty. And uh, oh, Brooks and Dunn, Brooks and Dunn came out with a, a song called "I Believe" that I could sing probably at least for a hundred years until I cracked. I mean, there's a few a guy could probably live with, but boy, I mean, we're talking about eternity here, which is another concept, of course, that we can't wrap our heads around. Um, I don't know. I like the movie whole Scanners. Uh, yes. You're old as me, so you should remember the movie Scanners. You yeah, know, vaguely. I, I don't even, not, not a whole lot. I don't but. even remember watching it, but the whole premise was people's heads just exploded. Like, literally, they exploded. <laughs> Random head explosions, reason. yeah. And when I think about shit right. like Infinity and, uh, you know, all that <laughs> shit, the dangerous yeah. territory yeah, that's yeah. not in my solution, my head, I'm afraid it's just going to explode. So I, I'd rather move on to cutting other people up. 
Well, this is why, and to move on to, to cutting other people up, this is why Donald Trump, this is how Donald Trump got elected. Regular folk don't want to take on those deep issues, which is not quite as deep as the religion one, but when we're talking about Black Lives Matter and gay rights and minorities and all that stuff, uh, whether they're important or not is another thing, but regular run-of-the-middle folk care about two or three things, maybe three, sometimes four, depending on how old they are. They want to get laid, they want to eat, they want to have a few bucks in their pocket, and they want a roof over their head, and that's it. Anything else sounds like a is sounds like a Montgomery Gentry tune. God rest your soul, Troy well, Gentry. But go ahead. But it's probably true that that is really what most people are worried about. I don't yeah. think uh, people in middle middle America are worried about whether um, a transgendered guy got yelled at on the streets in New York or not. They don't give two no. fucks about what happens in New York any more than people in New York give two fucks about what's going on in a Kansas wheat field or a corn exactly. field, children of the corn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, on that note, um, now that we pretty much assume that we are, neither of us are getting into any type of heaven. Uh, uh, speaking of heaven, let me bring up hell for a minute. Let me bring up uh, my own personal hell in, in, in an ongoing story that I, you know, uh, is still ongoing. If you listen okay, to the well, Sunday on. Night Roundtable. I have to I have to introduce it. Ratgate 2018. Continue. Yes. And I'm not talking about fucking female fans who have sex with wrestlers. I'm talking about a legitimate rat. Now, didn't, I, I'm going to get off. I'm going to get off wrestling in like one second, but just for curiosity, didn't Cornette have some kind of story about a pet rat or something, or did oh, mankind yeah, yeah, have yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, he he had a pet rat. Mankind, definitely. Did mankind have the rat or something, or Mike mixed stories to, up? He was in um, one of the promo shots for for mankind, I believe. All right, well. I know those two cats, not, not to be confused with rats, I meant dudes in Mankind and Jim Cornette since, I don't know, the 8th. And God bless them if they have the balls to, like, hang out with a rat because I have, if, if, you've, if you're a first-time listener, uh, I, I've lived in several residences. I've lived quite a life. And where I currently reside... All of a sudden, there's noise about two weeks ago. I won't go over the exact details, that it, you know, in case people have heard this before. But it ends up, I finally break down and get an exterminator today. Because this fucking rat is, and I said this off air, so Tim, you've heard it before, but I've never shared it, is the Neil deGrasse Tyson of fucking uh, the animal kingdom. Uh, it started out with just... Digging his way in somehow, and, and he the motherfucker uh, he escaped this fucking exactly. He escaped this fucking <laughs> trap one night, and he's selling like Ricky Morton. And I bought it. I, I wasn't hoping for a comeback. It was like a, it was a clean finish because the trap snapped. He's in there. I even had time to take a fucking picture to send to Tim and Nate, Nate, who you just heard, and. This motherfucker 
he sits there, and I go, okay, it's time now. I've succeeded. I'm not happy about murdering this thing, but it's it's gigantic because I thought it was a mouse originally. I've I mean I've I've I ran across like four or five of them literally in in my whole lifetime. So I don't want to paint a picture that I live in a rat infested fucking uh, I don't know cardboard box, which I may be close to if we get kicked off the air. But anyway, um, so this fucking thing. He escapes that because I think he's he's selling us. So and he even coughed like you know, like he got a fucking liver shot from Brock Lesnar and he's coughing up blood or something. He's 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 selling so big and I I feel bad. Um, I would Did rather you think that maybe kill. At some point he bladed. <laughs> I think he may he may have. I, I, in fact, now that you bring it up, if I blow up that picture, I might see some finger tape where he hit it. But anyway, so there appeared to be some blood spattered, but now in in hindsight, it could be just because, I don't know, uh, you know, I've bled so many times from bouncing in bars and shit. I might have put my head on that said thing that was in the cage, and I don't know. But anyhow, so this fucker's selling in there, and I'm thinking he's dead. And it's a cage that's usually made for, like, cats and dogs, where they have the real thin uh, side gimmicks where you, 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 the bars, so to speak, uh, all around. And I picked the thing up to dispose of it, what I think properly, outside. And the motherfucker sits up like the undertaker and laughs at me. And I start freaking out because I didn't put no gloves on or nothing. And it's clearly, it's a rat, not a mouse. (laughs) And I don't give a fuck what you think I am or my masculinity. <laughs> I'd rather punch or kill a a bad human. I'd rather... Uh, oh, don't get me started on my fucking cat that sits there and does nothing. But anyhow, I sit there, uh, and I have no gloves or no shit. I, I think I had bare feet as well, like I'm fucking Haku for some reason, or Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I fucking... With slacks, I have I have no shoes on for some reason. I I can't even figure that one out. But I picked the th- the cage up, and the motherfucker sits up, laughs at me, and now I'm freaked. Like, uh, is this my? They say the oldest saying in the world is, if you corner a rat, it's going to come out and attack. And the thing is, is almost as big as my cat. I'm not exaggerating. So I'm like, what the fuck? Let me hurry up and get to the door. And he's figuring a way out. He ain't jumping at me or nothing. He squeezes through this little fucking hole like he's a body contortionist on America Got Talent. And fucking, I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck's up with the Jumps on the thing, disappears, whatever, I don't see him. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I hurt him enough to, to kill him. Other night I'm on the phone with you off air, motherfucker. Boom, he shows up again. Now he's like, I don't know, <laughs> dancing and fucking really? laughing at me. Just just kind of like haunting really? Okay, so first off, I got questions. Um, I still got more, but go ahead. The cage, uh, in any way resemble a uh, WWE uh, uh, blue cage or more like the uh, uh, WCW cage? No, it was the blue cage. I could fit out it still. But it wasn't a a chain link cage, so obviously. No, it wasn't a a fence like cage where where it could take a bump and and then. So it didn't, take didn't they have the one that had like came. relatively small squares at one time? Um, if so, then that, that's that's the description of the cage then. Um, okay. If that, I'm if just that, trying to get I don't what kind of cage it was. 
So, so basically, he sits like, up, he escapes. You didn't know that. You didn't know that if they can put their nose through it, they can go through it. One of yeah, those weird apparently so. I, yeah, I, one of those weird quirks of nature. I'm not fucking Jack Hanna making my twelfth appearance on Letterman. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a rat for the first well, time I've ever seen one in my life can do. Okay. I live in a place I, where there aren't any, and I know this. So what are you trying to say? I, I'm trying to say I don't know nothing about these <laughs> fucking rats. Okay, well, so by the way. I think, I, go ahead. Okay, go on. Well, I was going to tell you I that the Cornette's rat was, was George the Rat. All right. Well, this ain't fucking George. This is Dick, I'm going to call him. But I, Dick Slater the Rat? You know. No, just the Stone Cold Dick, Dick, Dick Murdoch he's being a dick to me. Um, so, I, I, oh, so you the know, rat could be I, female. Not, I don't care who the fuck says what. I'm not comfortable. I'm not a hunter. I'm not on uh, naked and afraid with my fucking headband on with a spear like a fucking uh, a guy. What do they call them on Gilgan's Island? The headhunters that they call them or something else? Mm, yes, yeah, something I like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not one of those motherfuckers. I ain't, I ain't spearing a goddamn rat. So, anyhow, and my cat again. I have a cat that just fucking sits there and watches me fuck with it. Anyhow, so I, uh, I set up uh, the next night. I, I reset this fucking trap, and I actually put some pizza, some pizza cheese. And a little, I had a, uh, a cheeseburger, so I put a little put, a bit of that because I figured I had peanut butter, which is the universal fucking cure for a rat. They'll always go for peanut butter. Apparently not this one. He likes other kind of shit because he barely fucked with the peanut butter and he, he, he learned from the mistake. <laughs> and I fucking, I go out there, goddamn Rubik's Cube is solved somehow. The cheese is gone. The, the meat's gone. Fucking, uh, there's a blackboard with a theory of relativity on it, and no sign of the rat, and the fucking the trap didn't even move. So, obviously, it's over you my head, and I got my my goddamn brother-in-law, and you know, I'm not mad at him, but if I would have got on the phone at the time because it was a, it was a time, you know, when I get fucking stressed out, I got the problems, and my sister's like, oh, uh, Nick will FaceTime with you. And walk you through it, and I'm like, "Fuck walking me! What, what, what the fuck are you gonna walk me through? This motherfucker has got snapped and escaped. Like, what, like I'm not doing anything wrong. I mean, he's like, uh, in his mind, it's like he doesn't really. I mean, I guess he doesn't realize that this is a one cunning and baffling rat, and two, I'm not fucking nature boy, and I don't mean a wrestler. I just mean fucking." I don't go out in the wild. I don't know nothing about this shit. Uh, I'd rather kill a human that's a bad person than kill an animal. That's just the way I am. I'll eat meat till the cows come home, but I ain't fucking killing it first. But anyway, um, my whole goal is to get rid of this fucking thing one way or the other. So finally, uh, this motherfucker, today I got the, the exterminator dude. And this might be why I have a headache and I felt fucking uh, like I did crack all day because my exterminator dude comes in and he goes, and we went to the cellar and he showed me where it, it likely got in and it, it, blah, 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 and explained a lot of shit to me that made complete sense. And my old ass trap 
ended up getting broke on that first snap, and it didn't have the torque because it was old, this, that, and the other. So he shows me these little blue packets of shit, and he's like, yeah, they smell like cake. Check it out. And me being a dumb, it's rat poison. It smells like cake. Me being a dumb fuck, uh, snorted it like it was a line of coke in the 70s at fucking Studio 54. I, I've been fucking uh, having a headache and a, my pulse in my neck ever since and not fucking right watching that goddamn Cavs game. But anyhow, uh, so he's got these, uh, you know, random things over, you know, all over the house. And then he put like the traps with stronger torque and a bit larger and whatnot and guarantees work. But, uh, this thing's still down there somewhere and it didn't snap at all. He did inform me they are nocturnal and that explains a lot why it's like not, there's not a sound in the day. And I believe for, you know, a while, which I told you and Nate that the motherfucker's dead because I ain't heard him. I ain't seen from him or whatever. He's just chilling like me. He's a fucking me, him, and Kid Rocks uh, riding all night because I sleep all day. I can't wait to hear Cowboys start playing, the motherfucker. Anyway, uh, so the thing's still downstairs. I guarantee you, there'll be a the next time I go down and turn the kitchen light on, he'll be sitting there with a fucking uh, like a bandana, like a crip, going, "You talking to me?" With like his friends and shit, smoking a cigarette, doing fucking uh uh, uh, juggling with these fucking blue packets of fucking rat poison, like a uh, dumb fuck. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. It's gonna end up. I'm gonna be paying him rent by the end of this fucking scenario. I fucking hate. I was gonna say. Uh, every, is there any chance that him and the cat are in cahoots? I'm. I'm. You know what the fuck? I wasn't even thinking of this, Tim. And uh, this is like not me trying to be like uh, funny and you know whatever. The fucking dickhead cat. He started smelling the floor one night, right? And I'm like, finally, this jerk-off is doing something. And he smells the floor, and he's starting to go towards the kitchen, right? And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. He gets to, like, the edge of the dining room and then fucking rolls over and purrs like he's pleased with the sound that he's got a friend or the scent. It may well be. It's not the first time. I've seen plenty of cat rat videos. Where they make uh, buddy. Great. So. Great. <laughs> you'll know because if it, <laughs> you'll hear the trap go off. You'll come running downstairs. You'll turn the light on, and you'll see your fucking cat trying to free him. <laughs> I I know. I I will. Or or or, or they'll just fucking mimic the sound until I walk into it in the dark room and it fucking hits my foot as they're having a laugh. One of those. Well, they're trying to take you out first because your mom's older, so they probably figure she's an easier target, so they're going to get rid of you first. Well, my mom doesn't spend time here anymore because because of the said situation. So that's one cool thing. I mean, I love my mom to death, which she, we all she do, splits but time at my moms are moms. She splits, she splits time at my sister's, you know, so she ain't fucking ever coming here until that thing. I, I should tell her thing's still alive if it is dead. But anyhow. Yeah, string that um, out a bit, but. Yeah, but uh, it's it's been awful, and uh, I just I figured I'd get that out here instead of waiting until Sunday. Hopefully, it'll be a, 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 a finished story on Sunday. But yeah, that it's hard fucking to, rat's uh, still alive. In all seriousness, it's hard to. Uh, I had a couple of mice once years back, 
and it, it is kind of a creepy feeling knowing that they're they could be like six inches from you, and you don't really know because you can't see the beady fuckers in the dark. And yeah, no shit. You know, I mean, there's some dudes. Feeling, so. There's some dudes that are just brought up the way where, ah, I just hit them with a hammer, I'll just grab them by the head, you know. And my brother-in-law's not hey, necessarily like that, but he, but he's like, uh, he's like, hey, just want to open the drawers, maybe uh, get some tools out and, and go under the fucking sink and. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm as blind as fucking Stan Hansen. And I'm going to put my face uh, with a, with an injured oh, rat Lord. against the wall. And he's like, well, yeah. I was like, dude, I ain't doing that. I, I don't know all about all that shit. Yeah, that's and, uh, nice. Of course, action. And, I mean, he he's like, they don't bite. And I'm like, yeah, they don't bite, no. you know, just for nothing. But if they're cornered and they're injured, they ain't going to sit there going, sure take will. me. And then anyway, you'll have to come get my... to the hospital anyhow for a, a tetanus shot and rabies yeah. and all the rest. Rabies, fucking. Yeah. I'll probably yeah, get fucking time. herpes from a rat. Not that I have before. You're but I'm yeah. Terry yeah. Taylor. You're luck, but... Just kidding. <laughs> all right. Uh, all jokes okay, here. Now that we've, we've, now that we've got that out of the system. Uh, I've got that and the Cavs loss out of my system, so now I could actually probably make some You're jokes about some people. Thanks so. All right. How do you feel about where do we go here? We got so many, and so many of them are so weird. Uh, NFL players for a bit. Uh, how do you feel about the uh, uh, the attempt by some NFL players now that they uh, the NFL's come out with this? Uh, you'll be fined if you uh, take a take an eat or anything at them. You can either you can either stay off the field. Or be out there and be respectful. And now some of these guys have decided they're going to uh, sit out the whole season. And, uh, <laughs> uh, don't let the door hit you. And, you know, Chris Young and fucking Malcolm Jenkins brought the first Super Bowl here, and they're both genuinely good people. But, you know, I've I've had several jobs. And everybody says, well, you you don't have the platform. You just have a regular job. Well, guess what, motherfucker? We're in 23 countries right now. And, if, if, you know, if I was told by our distributor not to do something, I wouldn't fucking do it, you fucking retard. Sit out all year. Yeah, no kidding. Fucking rich jack-offs. So they don't, seem, they don't seem to be able to grasp the fact that these guys aren't really all that pissed off that they're kneeling. It's just that they're doing it on their dime. That's what they don't like. I don't think yeah. the NFL owners give give a, a flying fuck whether every guy on the team feels that the anthem's bullshit or whatever it is that they're kneeling about, because I'm not sure half of them even know. Some of them think they're kneeling about Trump, I'm sure, and things that it wasn't initially about. But to actually think, these guys actually think, uh, where's the Sean King? Who the hell is Sean King? Is he some kind of ESPN guy or something? Yes, uh, I should know exactly. He's he's a he's a highly regarded reporter. Uh, reporter. Okay. Well, he his tweet was that uh, several NFL players have told me they will are considering sitting out the season until the de facto ban of Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick is removed, and that the uh, owners reconsider their stance on the anthem. They aim to get twenty five percent of the players to sit out with them. 
Yeah, I don't think they know how many. I don't think they know how many twenty-five percent is. No, there's still guys there that 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 can't figure out why. Like Colin Kaepernick should be in the league because he's good enough to be in the league. Um, Okay, most people say he's not, but that's not that's not why he's not in the league. He's not in the league because he's a pain in the ass, and nobody wants to deal with it. That's why. And what's wrong with that? Do you, do you want I mean, to hire people to work for you that you can't trust? No. I mean, Colin Kaepernick, uh, talent-wise, at this stage in the game, is possibly a third-string quarterback somewhere. I'll give I'll give the benefit of the doubt. Um, however, if he was the talent of Give me a black quarterback so it doesn't sound fucked up. Cam Newton comes to mind, but there's he's he's been fucked up lately. But uh, a, is there any better? Yeah, James Winston's pretty good. James Winston. He had a bad good. year last. Year. Now, let's use either of them, both of them. Uh, but now I'm I'm talking like elite though. I'm talking like Brady like talent. I wish I could think of a black right quarterback now? on the top of my head. Yeah, there really is none. I don't know. Historically, I don't know that there is one right now. Yeah, I don't think there is. Uh, Let's just use the past then. Say it's a time machine and we got uh, Donovan McNabb, Warren Moon, a guy like that. Um, So if they were that level talent, uh, then there's a case, a little bit of a case to put up with such a public pain in the ass that's making the ratings go down for the better of advancing your team. But when you're a third-string guy who isn't even going to get off the bench unless two are dead because you're not as good as you were once, and you really don't even know what you're fighting for because you were raised by two adoptive Caucasian parents and your biological parents, one is Caucasian and one is African-American. And as soon as you get your stupid fan base, the next day you promote Castro on a press conference in your shirt, who is everything you're standing against. Police brutality? Castro would fucking kill you if you did something. He'd fucking shoot <laughs> they you on the spot. didn't have any police brutality because they just shot you. There wasn't really no brutalness. It was just definite. Yeah, you chop your fucking head off with that stupid afro. What are you, a fucking idiot? Who the fuck yeah, follows these people? He's worse than the goddamn religious dude. What I think the, the, fuck? the thing that a lot of people don't realize either, in all seriousness, is that he gave up a contract. He had one year remaining on his contract. He could have stayed in San Francisco, and he chose not to. So I don't know how you can say there's any collusion between owners. Well, I mean, I'm sure there I, I, I probably, if you really want to get right down to it, there probably is, but they'll never prove it because it's just common sense. Why would you want him? Give me one reason why I should take him. One, unless you had a market that was uh, the fan base was maybe like ninety nine percent black or something. Well, I, maybe Cleveland would have an argument just so they'd have somebody covering their fucking games. Well, uh, I, speaking, yeah. speaking of Cleveland, you just brought that up. We get to in on unrelated note. Johnny Manziel gets his uh, CFL preseason debut tomorrow night, and the world waits with bated breath. Uh, you know, there's been guys up there like Doug Flutie and and whatnot, but other than other than those rare occasions yeah, well, up there, I, I, Johnny I, Manziel I ain't uh, 
I know you're not I know you're not a fan of his, but I guarantee you if it's got a if it's got a television in the United States, it'll be watched. Possibly. Heck, I will say these words to you, Vince Ferragamo. You don't know who that is. I remember him. Was he a star in Canada? Uh, No, he came to the CFL and sucked in ways that go beyond describing. Even though he was a I believe he played for the Rams, I want to say, in the NFL. Yeah, he played for the L.A. Rams. Yeah, although Not I will say new. also, we we could also the throw back LA even Rams. further. Joe Theismann was a good quarterback in the CFL before he went to the NFL. That's a little that, known believe fact. it or not, I didn't know. That's new knowledge to me. Yeah, I believe, I believe I got that correct, that he played a year or two in Montreal, I want to say, before he went to the, the NFL. West. Yeah, the Alouettes, indeed. Don't act like I don't know Canada. What's the name of the Edmonton team? Uh, Eskimos. Very good. Well done, sir. Home of Warren Moon, though. That's probably why you know that. Toronto Argonauts, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Hamilton Tiger Cats, correct, yes. Warren Moon. Toronto Argonauts used to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't exist anymore. Or do they? Yes, they do. It's Ottawa that doesn't exist anymore. Rough Riders. The Rough Riders. Uh, they're not the Rough Riders anymore. I, yeah, I, Joe I guess what I was... for the Joe Theismann played for the Toronto Argonauts from 1971 to 1973 and then joined the Redskins in 1974. I guess, uh, interesting news. I didn't know that. I thought Warren Moon was like right. the big, uh, biggest name that came from that league. Um, but uh, it's interesting because when I was a, a kid, I was a mega sports fan, I guess, because these are all childhood references, including the other night. When you know, I don't follow hockey too closely, and I knew the Atlanta Calgary Flames shit and uh, Quebec Nordiques and all kinds of shit. Well, right? I think you uh, wouldn't think. Shit sticks in your head more than you might think. Yeah, I guess so. You know, because but, like when you guys uh, start going about the basketball and then some, I think, who was it today? Dave. I don't know if you saw his post in the Wide Man page, but he posted a, a shot from a Sonics game. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I remember that. So, you know, yeah. I'm not much of a basketball fan, and yet, you know, I remember that. So, right. The names do stick. Yeah, you are a sports fan regardless, so you do have some, you know, the names, the big names you do know. Yes, sir. Like somebody says Larry Bird to me. I don't go who. Right. Related to Larry King, by some chance. All right. Anyway, <coughs> moving on. What do you think about this whole uh, uh, Sesame Street? Have you seen the Have you seen the trailer for this Sesame Street movie? That's not a Sesame Street movie. It's got. Uh, I don't know. Is this? It's got is this one um, of those that I sent you that I forgot to read in my own fucking. Deal? Well, I saw this too. Well, it might have been. It's got Melissa McCarthy in it, and then the most of the cast is puppets. They look like Muppets, but uh, it has something to do that with. Shit. The, uh, it's ahead. not Sesame Street related, but one of the Hans- one of the Hansons has got something to do with it. But it's uh, but the trouble is that it's it's uh, R-rated film. So uh, Sesame Street uh, gets its shit in a knot and sues them. 
Uh, how would they have the right to uh, is it sesame well, street the tag, characters? The, the tagline is for the movie is no sesame all street. And their argument was of course that uh, uh People will confuse this with, or think that Sesame Street has anything to do with this movie, and we don't want that because, of course, it's R-rated. So I click on the trailer, thinking, okay, well, how bad can it be? (laughs) Let's just say, any of you who are listening, go watch the trailer. It's called Happy Time Murders. Uh, The male lead is a puppet. And he's banging a female puppet up against a glass door window, like a glass, you know, a window insert in a door, like uh, you would see it like in a detective agency back in the day. And he's screaming out obscenities. And then they have a fake, well, not a fake, I guess he's a puppet. They have a cum shot that lasts a good minute. Because it's been so long you know, since this jabroni has got a load off. You know, I, uh, that. What you just explained sounds funny, and I don't like. Oh yeah, Sesame I was I don't like. I don't like cartoons like South Park and Family Guy. Even though I, I realize the writing's funny, I just can't buy like this fake shit. But what you just described sounds pretty goddamn funny. Yeah, I'll send you the tra- I'll send you the link to the trailer later. But uh, I laughed my ass off. But it came out today that uh, the judge. And, and this is another. This is more the reason for my having the story, was that in a rare, in a rare moment of clarity, common sense, a New York City judge actually ruled in favor of the movie, saying, "I don't know how anyone would ever com- think that this has anything to do with Sesame Street, oh, because good. it's obviously, it's obviously, you know, you don't have to have it on for ten seconds." And you know it's got nothing to do with Sesame Street. And in and in another piece of pure logic, that it's a rated R movie. Who's going to it? Like the only people that can go to it are adults. So who are you worried is going to see it? That you know, it's not like five-year-olds can catch this on the down at the local theater or anything. So I, I kind of wondered about the Sesame Street lawyers because their argument was, and this you'll know, this is another reason why I wanted to tell you. Lawyers for Sesame Street reportedly tried saying that an older court case about a 1970s porn movie named Debbie Does Dallas, which was found to infringe on the Dallas Cowboys' good name, supported their argument now. But the judge shot that down saying that film was X-rated and this one's R and there's a difference. Yeah, I, I watched that, but don't recall. I just remember that I had a cum shot like that fucking uh, uh, puppet when I was a very what young What I thought person. was funny, though, was that in the 1970s, somebody thought that the Dallas Cowboys had a good name still compared to now. Yeah. Where, <laughs> where, where they probably got, well, they had, what's his name? They had another guy get into trouble just the other day, but um, cracked up his car and tried to claim he wasn't driving it, et cetera, et cetera. Unless they get into so much trouble, that's not even news anymore. Yeah, you Google Dallas Cowboys and what comes up is character issues. Anyway. Yeah, um, you, you see a whole bunch of uh, previous... Uh, oh, okay. That that takes me to the next story, because you were the guy who... Well, just just who, one uh, thing on Sesame Street. Finish this one up. Just since, yeah, finish up the Sesame Just since, since I revealed how much of a pussy I am in certain aspects... When my daughter was about seven, I guess, 
uh, now 21, so this is a little bit ago, maybe eight. I don't know. There's a Sesame Place. Do you have them up there? No, but I know what it is. All right, so it's it's this little mini, you know, the characters and, and, and mini amusement park for for yeah. little kids, like, you know, really little kids. And there's only one ride that's remotely, uh, you know, uh, amusement park-esque, and it's a just a single drop or maybe double drop uh, roller coaster. But it's it's really, it's like from the roof of my house. It's not dangerous or scary or anything it, it's it's built for like eight-year-old kids i think you know I, I think there's like a five and above can get on it or something and uh maybe even maybe even three-year-olds i don't even remember but i don't get on fucking roller coaster shit because i always back go back to clifton carnival and i see the dude who put it together and you know they got like duct tape on a fucking you know thing and shit like that and I always see these videos where you're on the Italian swings and you end up getting flung to your desk because they didn't put it together right. <laughs> so I don't get into these. I'm not a thrill seeker when I don't trust whoever put it together. And uh, I had to, my daughter wanted to go on like a motherfucker. And I went on and, you know, I was shitting my pants. And, uh, you know, luckily I made it through that Sesame Place uh 16 feet roller coaster. Anyway, enough of that. I'm a pussy. Go ahead. Say it. Just fight me and prove <laughs> You're it. You're a giant. You, sir, are a giant pussy. Sure, I am. I will prove it. Yes. I will prove it because coming to the ring with me will be a rat. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Got some math. There's a wrestling for joke. And a rat on my shoulder. There's a wrestling joke there, but uh, the too, too many people in yeah. that world are insensitive. Yeah, fair enough. So. Fair enough. All right, so anyway, Sesame Street loses their, their law. They, they tried to sue. Didn't work. Too bad for Sesame Street. But what I was going to there was, I think you were the you sent me the uh, pictures or the video of the young lady who had been um, arrested on the beach. Oh yeah, the innocent. The innocent who had her aunt's. She had her aunt's ear. Correct, correct. And then today, the film from the body cams of the cops came out, showing her spitting and attacking them and kicking them and punching them and all this shit. So and immediately when they walked up, tell them, tell them, I didn't do nothing. Standing up and and getting an aggressive fighting stance and. Yeah, and, and uh, so had refusing to give her name, failing, failing the breathalyzer too on twisted T's for the record. Everybody says she failed yeah. the breathalyzer. First of all, she was underage with a kid already, with a white trash dude with a little and baby was, in the ocean. And he was extremely nice to her. He he gave her a chance, you know. Tell me your, give me your last name. Of course, she knew if she gave him their her last name, they were going to run her through the system because she knew what that was going to bring up, which as we found out today was she has a record uh, a mile long and is on probation. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. Dear millennials, dear millennials who had the outrageous gall to throw these two cops under the fucking bus before, once again, before you heard the whole story, uh, fucking liberal media who rushes to tell only a fucking quarter of the story 
before you bother to find out everything. Fuck you all. You bunch of crybaby, whiner motherfuckers. God, just why can't people just fucking, like, let things come out and develop and then we get the whole truth and everybody could have looked smart and there wouldn't have been any problems. But no, you know, oh, fucking priest brutality. Why are they going to be so mean to her? She's just a girl. Yeah, she's just a 20-year-old girl that's a felon with a record who God only knows, you know, got a knife, got a gun, got something else in the purse. Fucking who knows, right? Fuck the cop. Yeah. I, I got no problem. When you take a swing at a cop, your rights are temporarily suspended until they uh, have you under control. And if that means you get a shot in the back of the head on the way down into the sand, boo-hoo. Do what you're told. Exactly. You know, I, I have a friend who I respect greatly. He shall remain nameless. But he, he went, he, he argued to me, oh, bullshit, man. What if it was uh, your daughter, Mary, or my daughter, uh, she'll remain nameless too. And, like, that's not even a comparison. That's like, like we were talking about God and humans and stuff like that. That is white trash, a criminal, a fucking felon, and a fucking junkie who was drinking underage and life is already fucked up. And on top of it, instead of trying to comply when, when they knew they had a record, they made it worse on themselves. Uh, my daughter and his daughter, uh, from, from my experience around his daughter, are human, normal, compliant citizens. Uh, you know, we've all had our, you know, let's have a beer while we're underage and stuff like that. Hello. Sure. But when, when they would come up to a decent human and say the same things, they would be like, even, even though it turned out to be a lie, even if it were the truth that it were her aunts who had just went somewhere, be like, okay, but can you explain to my aunt? Here you go. I'll pour it out, officer. I'm sorry for the problem. That's what my daughter would do. And my daughter is kind of a dick to me, but I'm telling you, that's what my daughter would do. And what if it was my daughter? If she resisted arrest and spit in a cop's face and used profanity, You're I would probably tackle her and punch her in the head. And I love her. Well, it's just, yeah, as soon as as soon as in the video where she she he gets her to blow, gets her to do the breathalyzer, and she says, "I know I passed that because I ain't been drinking nothing." Okay, well, right now already he knows she's a liar and she's done for. Red flag. You don't answer that like that. You kind of laugh off when you when you know you're innocent. You don't answer like that. It's a human. It's it's better than a polygraph. You, all she like, had to say, no. Yeah, all she had to say was, you know what? I might have had a drink or two. I shouldn't be. We'll pour this all out and go home right now. And the cop probably would have said, all right, let's dispose of yep. your alcohol and you guys get the hell out of here. But no, she had to she had to bullshit him and lie to him, and then she started. To, well, of course, because then there's people there. Then she started to try to make him look like an idiot. And at that point, he was. I thought he handled it extremely well. To be quite honest, and I thought he was more than patient with her. He gave her plenty absolutely. of chances to get out of it, and she didn't take any of them. So and, and she hard to feel she, sorry she for. She completely she completely ignored when they said, "Well, can you get a hold of your aunt?" After they already knew, we all knew when we saw that that she yeah, was lying. Yeah, they're not bitch. stupid. She she started walking about a hundred yards away, acting like they're just nobody. Fuck you, bitch. 
If I see you, I'm tackling you and your dad and your fucking pussy husband. Yeah, you got to wonder the fuck about you raised dad, eh? Get, get that goddamn kid. Dollars. You should worry more instead of your posts about police brutality, about getting an innocent baby who had a stupid junkie father come up with a baby in his hand trying to fight with police officers. Uh, get CYS to possibly give that kid a chance. Babies are precious. They're not born assholes. But if they're around those two assholes, they're going to grow up to be an asshole. Got to work out of the bit. God, I'm not yeah, funny. I'm all was, mad tonight. Yeah, that was some kind of a story. Well, because it's shit like that. No, and she was white, too. She wasn't black or anything, so we're not picking on uh, or any minorities. She was white trash. Um, a very small percentage, if any, of my black friends took her side either. You know, I don't I don't know a lot of black people because of where I live, but I do know a lot of uh, Asians, and uh, they'd be the first ones to to tell you, no, no, fucking cops tell you to do something, you should probably just fucking do it. Worry about if you really didn't do anything. You know, you it's a safer road to take, because at least they can't get you I've for said, that shit once you fucking start being stupid. You know, just I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I was arrested for DUI over a decade ago, well over a decade ago. I do not do that anymore. And not in one instance that evening did – I thought I was pulled over for bullshit, and I thought I could have fought it in court and, and won. My, my lawyer disagreed, whatever. But, you know, I, I, I was over the limit, so I complied. I didn't go, don't fucking touch me. Who the fuck are you? I didn't yeah. spit hey, at him. Hey, wait a him. minute. As he came towards the car, He's you didn't jump out. Wise the ass take a shot at fucking him. of any color. Fuck you. Well, I can tell Comply. you. I had a similar, I, I didn't get a DUI or anything like that. I got pulled over. Up, uh, I don't know, is it against the law to talk on your cell phone when you're driving down there? Uh, no, that's, uh, there's, there's laws now. Texting and driving is, is illegal. Okay, down here you couldn't talk on your cell phone. Oh, talk. Talk, yeah, talking on the cell phone. So I come around the corner talking on my cell phone, and uh, he saw me and pulled me over. And he had every right, you know, like guilty as charged. I didn't have my driver's license with me. Forgot it at home. Well, into the, you know, step against, you know, step against, put your hands on top of the roof of the car. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, you know cuffed me. Put me in the back of the police car. And I'm like, what? Well, just because I didn't have my driver's license with me? Holy shit. So but you're they, saying they, that they yourself, not at yourself, not at him, right? Right. I'm not I'm not saying a goddamn word. I'm yes, sir, and no, sir. Because I'm thinking, I'm fucking, I don't know what kind of trouble I'm in, but I don't want to get in any more. Um, he took me in the car, and he says, you know, uh, that's a, you know, whatever the fine is. I said, yeah, no problem. So he wrote me the ticket for the... Uh, Talking on the cell phone, he said the no license thing. We get we could two ways we can go with that. He says I, I just ran your thing, so I know you have a valid license, but it is still against the law to be driving without one in you know in your possession. Um, I can't remember what the fine was. It was a couple of hundred dollars. He said, but because you weren't a shithead, and those were his words, because you weren't a shithead today, I'm just gonna not bother to to uh, report that part. And he got out and let me out. He said sorry about the delay. Um, have a nice day, and try not to use that cell phone when you're driving anymore. Have a nice day. And you let me go. 
Now, you think of the trouble I could have got in if I'd have met him with a fuck you. Exactly. Then it would have been, oh, you not only did you talk on your cell phone, but uh, that's when the headlights, you know, that's when you start the horror stories that you hear. That's when that shit starts to happen. Oh, I see your headlights broken. I don't have a broken headlight, smash. <laughs> you know, and all that kind of crap. And suddenly right. you've got $1,500 worth of fines and your registration doesn't look too good. We're going to have to impound your car for a day or two while we figure this all out. All this shit. It just is not worth the effort, people. If you're breaking the law and it's stuff like that, you're better off to just, I mean, well, you're better off to bite the dust anyway, but you're not helping your cause by adding, you know, resisting arrest and forcing them to get madder than they, I've had it happen to me twice. Actually, I got pulled over once for speeding and I was, I must've looked like I was ready to die. And uh, yes, sir. No, sir. Yep. Sorry. Won't do it again. Blah, blah, blah. And he looked at me and ripped the ticket up and said, have a nice day, but I don't want to, I don't want to pull you over again and let me go. So uh, being nice and being respectful will get you somewhere. There are certainly, and there always have been, crooked cops, bad cops, jerk-off cops. But they are the minority. The majority are out there. They're doing a job to try to save innocent people from bad people. And they're risking their fucking life and their family going out the door every day. It's a high... uh, tension job and when somebody gives more tension uh, the girl might not have had a loaded gun but another guy in the same situation may have or a less elevated escalated situation uh try to do the job one day uh all you fucking anti-cop i I will uh, yeah i will expand it you know you hear like when somebody does get you know the cops do shoot somebody well he he didn't have a gun on him and and he was he, he you know he 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 wasn't armed, okay, but he was coming at him. All he had to do to survive exactly. that was was to just fucking hit the ground like he was told. Well, he's treating him like a second uh, second degree citizen. Fucking who cares? Treat me like a fucking fifth degree citizen. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to you know like how many of those guys could have easily avoided being shot by just complying. And then, of course, you find I'd out say, the reason why they didn't complain. I'd say what? seven out of ten, and I'm being generous. Probably, uh, and, more, and and most of like, the reason why they don't like comply is because they're already in fucking trouble. And they aren't yeah. innocent, sweet little boys who've never done anyone wrong, and everyone would... I'm so, so, I, can't, I can't believe Jerome was a, was, a, was a thug and a drug dealer. Well, yeah, right. You did, Jerome lived in your house, and you didn't know. Come on. Yeah, spare me that. I stuff. mean, that's that's all bullshit. And it's so not just the Jerome. It's it's the Cindy's or whatever the fuck that white bitch's name. There's white trash. There's black trash. There's Natalie. Asian trash. There's fucking Hispanic trash. Yeah, yeah I'm not trying, I'm not laying that at any race's feet. I'm just saying anybody. Like you know, you want to do yourself a favor and not get into those kind of situations. Avoid those types of situations. What if no one's going to get into trouble in a back alley at two in the morning? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Fucking stay home. Yeah. Go home at midnight. Don't be an idiot. <sighs> now I'm feeling very. Uh, as someone compared us to Archie Bunker the other day, I think it was you actually. Did you yeah, we're, we're a bunch Archie of Archie Bunker. Bunker? Yeah, and I'm starting yeah. to feel like him now. 
you meatheads. Yeah, exactly. Those of you who saw the show, I threw that in there. Okay, where you want to go now? You want to get more worked up or less? Uh, I don't know because I, it might be the Cleveland Cavs and J.R. Smith situation that's made me more angry than funny. Um, than normal, but I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, do we have do we have something that 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 some softball funny? I got shit? something a little more lighthearted, which I find I find rather humorous. Um, Donald Trump sharing official photograph of his meeting with Kim Kardashian. I find that mm-hmm. hilarious. Now that is hilarious. Um, I mean, the, the, Kim Kardashian it's hilarious in the on its own oval in the Oval Office beside a fucking sitting president. Now, I thought if that yeah. was ever going to happen, it might have been Barack, but not a white president. I'm utterly uh, amazed that, and I'm not being trying, not trying to be racist. I just would have thought that the chances of that happening probably would have been better with him as president than Trump. For anybody who ignores the facts, every Kardashian female and the male prefer black uh, uh, romantic partners. Yeah, I mean, it's just... So it's not a statement of racism, it's a realism statement. Um, And there's no uh, real, I mean, there's some funny shit to say about it, but just the the picture itself, it's just like so bizarre. It's almost like the Brian Colangelo tweeting thing. It's funny in its own. You're kind of looking at it, and I was trying to look at it, okay, where's the, I'm looking at the curves of things to figure out, maybe if this fucker wasn't photoshopped. (laughs) <laughs> something but no it's yeah. legit there's a movie that I always hearken back to by Beavis and Butthead creator Mike Judge from 2006 starring Luke Wilson and uh, that hot bodied at the time Maya Rudolph <coughs> and a young Dak Shepard called Idiocracy and and the one who stole the show was actually Terry Crews who played the president um living in America, he was yeah. singing and dancing and flexing his pecs and shit. <laughs> but the premise is, and it's, it was just a premise, I think, at that time, that the dumb people, the dumbest that we know, are the ones that keep getting pregnant and procreating. And the intelligent people, the most, I mean, just as an exercise, listeners, Tim, myself, Think of the ten most intelligent people that you know personally, not like you know scientists on TV. Just the ten that you think are really highly intelligent as far as book smart, street smart, the whole thing. Put it together, and think about how many kids they have, or if they have kids, or if they don't. And then think about the ten dumbest, and they all have fucking tons of kids. And the premise was the more, the more the dumb create. The, the less intelligent people going forward there are, and it made such a, a, an atrocity in a time machine in the future that everybody was batshit stupid. And well, it was a dumb, funny the movie. The dumb like, guy from the 90s or whatever was a genius. Or whatever time Exactly. Frame, whatever and, and he, was, was. He, was, he was barely, you know, I, I forget his, he was like a janitor. I, I mean, I, I forget the movie's exact shit. But Luke Wilson, who I met, by the way, <clears> name <throat> drop. Uh, it was at the, uh, fuck, what's the name of that place in Greenwich Village? Uh, keep me on topic, but uh, I, I need to Greenwich stop this Village. name. Luke, I don't Luke know. Wilson, 
Charlie Rose and the late James Gandolfini on a random Wednesday night. I drove up to New York with an old girlfriend just because she was bitching. I never take her anywhere. And a corner bar called, God damn it. It was in okay, you Greenwich. You've told me this before, but I don't remember. On the corner of Greenwich and something. The Spotted Monkey. And that's actually the name. Don't call me Roseanne. Sorry to tip off if we're going there later. But um, The Spotted Monkey. Uh, uh, Tony Soprano's three fucking stools in drinking beers or whatever he was drinking. Uh, Luke Wilson's upstairs. Charlie Rose, legendary broadcaster. He had his own sexual assault issues or something. Uh, but I ended up drinking a couple shots with Luke Wilson and somebody else who was a buddy of his. A great night. Anyhow, Luke Wilson is the star of this idiocracy, and I, I, I highly recommend you check it out because this picture with Kim Kardashian, to quote Hollywood Henderson, who couldn't spell cat if you fucking spotted her to see in the T, is with <laughs> Donald Trump, who although, you know, he, uh, you know, I, I select him over Hillary as the lesser of two evils, and admittedly, he writes some really dumb fucking shit. So he's a successful businessman, and so she, businesswoman. So as far as smarts is getting themselves over and making money, absolutely. But as far as intelligence level, all-time low uh, picture of people in prominence. And it, it, there's really no joke that you can make. They're just fucking... If Nate would have had the board and had that sound, do you have that uh, Eli Drake sound, or does only Nate have that? Uh, which one? Dummy, yeah. Dummy. That would be perfect. Dummy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. I'm glad it's uh, you know me not producing. I should start nope. learning to produce instead of talking shit. But nope. anyway, thank you. I didn't know you had it. Or I would have just had hit it. I do. I have them. I just never really pay much attention to them. <laughs> gotcha. To be honest. But, yeah, it's just it's surreal when you look at it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, sort of like waking up in the morning and finding out there was a zombie apocalypse. You know, what Man. The Kardashians at the White House? What the hell? I would be so fucking uh, creepily happy if somehow, like, they had a, quote, private meeting. And and she flipped up that you know little skirt deal and and showed her big fake fake titties and 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 the Donald fucking whipped off his coat and fucking smashed on the on the Oval Office uh, the, the table or I'm missing the terminology for it. Just and, and it, it came, on the desk. And it, and it came out later that he banged and they hit it like Stormy Daniels. Oh my god, that'd be great. Well, nobody, Kanye's all fat. Nobody's now. asked the questions. Did he grab her by the pussy? <laughs> yeah. Well, Billy Bush is like <laughs> trying to get seen, his career. I back. haven't seen anybody. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody ask it, and you'd think that's kind of a go-to, isn't it? Really? Yeah, grab her right by uh, the pussy. Yeah, it it, it, uh, it caught me off guard because I'm thinking, okay, of all the cele- even of all the celebrities he could see. Now, granted, most of them are liberal. Twat waffles, as I like to call them. So I can understand why he don't want to talk to any of them. But I, I didn't know that. The, well, I guess Kanye is a Trump fan, isn't he? Well, apparently now. Well, maybe, 
now, so maybe she's gotten on board there, but she's too stupid to have an opinion. She's just doing whatever she's told. Who are we kidding? He's got his next but next it's, week's meeting. He's got lined up about you know public well-being is uh, with Gary Busey. Well, <laughs> I mean, she was there for uh, to try to get somebody out of jail, looking for a pardon for uh, a lady who had got a really excessive uh, sentence for having a very menial part in some drug deal gone wrong or something where somebody ended up getting killed or something of that effect. I don't know the whole story, but I don't know how I feel about any of that. That's a, Kanye know. is about, I don't know, he look, I don't know his height, but he appears to be um, not very tall. Maybe, you know, He doesn't look like he's even yeah, tall. Yeah, I don't think he's very tall. And he put on he weight, and he just looks like guy. a... He just looks like a fat dude now, like a fat, fat bro. He always looks just... so defeated. Yeah, he, he looks like yeah. a guy who just, like, fucking just wants to give up, give up. And I think, you know, dude, you're, you're a millionaire, married to a millionaire or more, by this point. Um, I mean, it could be a lot worse, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. come on. Spend some of that dough. Yeah, because have some fun. Those family, Do some those of family dinners probably. You know, you're yeah, you're in a club. A you're in a club, and 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 you know, if you're into that, you know, big ass thing, which some people are. I am not um, into the boobs, though, and she is very attractive. No, in my opinion, I've made that. I've made that statement before. I don't think you agreed, but I find her very attractive in the face and great big boobs. Uh, so if he's in a club and that's like the goal, that's a heterosexual goal is to, you know, um, have relations with her, hopefully ending up in physical and love, et cetera. But he'd been there, done that. You know what I mean? So, like, he's got to sit at those goddamn family dinners with goddamn the decathlon winner with big tits. Like, it's the bizarro world. Like, you can't – how the fuck – how do you coexist with all that shit? Like, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's just whatever. Ryan Seacrest, you know, created that right shit. Now. And he's sitting on a pile of money for for another, I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't know what we do uh, unless we just dumb it, dumb it down as much as possible and we'll probably be millionaires by the end of the month. Well, we write a hit single. It only has four words in it, but somehow uh, is that we can Cardi B by any chance? It, yeah, we we write a hit single that's only got a couple of words in it, and somehow you have to get somebody to say that the real deep meaning of it is uh, that you are like all about uh, empowering females in Hollywood. Which you get which down, you know, that? Oh, you didn't you didn't see this Maroon Five video that came out today or yesterday? Actually, I, I was I was flipping channels and I saw I saw him and I stopped on it because I saw Jennifer Lopez, who I love, uh, dancing around. Oh, it's around a pile him. of puke. He's got all these, it's these women words. dancing around. It's uh, well, it ain't much more. It's got to be one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Like, I mean, I'm not much of a Maroon Five fan. Granted, it's called Girls Like You. So he's basically uh, sucking up to the female population. You know, if I had a girl like you. 
It's the most Ellen's in I, it. And... I can say this matter of factly from a connection or two in the music business and a re- reality television show business. Adam Levine was a fucking cocksmith. He fucked oh, everybody know. possible. And this is completely taking advantage from capitalism and being a fraud if he's saying that he's, like, empowering women and doing Me Too shit. Because he fucked everybody and fucked multiple women at once and snorted coke off their asses. So empower yeah, well, this, Adam Levine. Here's a here's a shot of the lyrics. Um, I mean, there are some lyrics, but most of it is the same thing. Just uh, spent 24 hours. I need more hours with you. You spent the weekend getting even, ooh. We spent the late nights making things right between us, but now it's all good, babe. Roll that back, wood, babe, and play me close, whatever that means. Because um, girls like you run around with girl, guys like me. I need a girl like you. Yeah, yeah. Girls like you love me, <clears throat> and yeah, me too. And then there's about 72. Yeah, yeah, yes. I need a girl like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need a girl like you. Kind of like Baby, the Justin Bieber song, Baby. Well, there is some lyrics, but then he says baby 347 times, and that's kind of the gist like of the song. <laughs> I don't like um, I don't like Adam Levine too much, but I like, I like baby, baby, baby. It's the, and the, it was the video that really got me, because it's just Adam Levine standing there, and the camera circles him, and every time it makes like 180 degrees, the girl behind him turns into a different one. And, of course, they're all uber-famous you know, yeah. uh, you know the, 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 that type, you know, like that Ellen. And, uh, yeah, I just was like, dude, you're trying too hard here. Like, really? This is where you've gone. Now, I, you and I and, like, maybe, you know, a couple people realize that he's fucking a fraud and just making money off this. But the rest of the, rest of the people will buy into it and be like, oh, my God, he sucks. He's such a oh, great person. You had such feelings for the bullshit that, you know, I used to I, I used to treat women bad, but then I met the love of my life, Carrie, and I married her, and we had a child, and I looked at those child's eyes, and I knew I would never want any man to treat her the way I had treated some girls before, and and I wrote this song. Yeah. I don't yeah. th- I don't even bullshit. think he would put that out there. Yeah, well, he's got a wife uh, and kid. Yeah. He's got a wife and kid now, so. So oh, I know, I know, that I know, I know the current the current Adam is married. It's probably a nice dude or whatever. He probably never pulled his cock out like Louis C.K. at a private meeting. Um, well, he probably didn't whatever. need to. I'm pretty sure Adam Adam Levine, even if he fucked everything that moved, I don't think he had to talk any of it into it. I'm pretty sure he had a willing lineup. I mean, I, I wish I could be female for a week, you know, because to truly understand. But if Louis C.K. Uh, 15 years ago, when I, I'm a female comic and writer and shit like that, and I'm in the loop, it pulls his cock out. He asked first, by the way, in both instances, and jerked off in, in these girls' presences, right? Like That's a bizarre kind of thing, but I would laugh at that. And, I, you know, I'm not a female, so technically... I guess I can't say I don't know how I would feel, 
10 to 15 late, years later when Gloria Allred is the rage, then they're bothered. I mean, come on. I mean, Louis, I'm not, I can't defend Louis because I've heard other stories off the record that, you know, that's the tip of the iceberg. He was always a little bit Looney Tunes when it came to his uh, sexual behavior. But, I mean, come on, man. No. Yeah, oh, I don't know. God. I just was reading here about his personal life. He has a uh, um, he has a gay brother, which I didn't know. Uh, Louie or Adam? Adam. Gay brother. Oh, okay. Huge supporter of the LGBT thing, which, of course, you would be if you had a gay brother. Um, yeah. Huge supporter of the It Gets Better project. Um, but the things like this. And then, but then you get to see the darker side, maybe. In 2013, uh, was charged in a lawsuit of uh, hostile work environment by a security guard who uh, said he wouldn't stop. Uh, the set was so full of marijuana that uh, he was, un- you know, because he wasn't a drug user, didn't smoke, that it was uncomfortable for him. And he was told <laughs> told by Adam Levine's producer. It's Adam Levine. If he wants to come to the lobby and do a line, do a line of coke off the floor, it's okay. Uh, so he settled out of court. Settled out of court with that guy, apparently. So, so hush you know, money, Adam. Adam Levine. Adam Levine may have a bit of celebrity douche in him, but yeah, I suppose it's hard not to when you know you get you get fifty thousand people telling you that your shit don't stink and everything you do is fucking utter sheer genius. And you're, he was you're in front money of the camera. And, and doing music since he was young, but yeah, and he, you got you know, money falling out your ass, and women uh, yeah, find him handsome. Women find him handsome. He throw up that high pitched, yeah, I'm not a big boy. Not a big fan of him. Moves, not a big fan of the music. Moves, moves like Jagger's kind of a, uh, you know, I'm a Stones fan, so it's kind of like I don't want Adam Levine singing can, with Jagger's name in it. But it's kind of it's I'm kind of sure catchy, like Lupita Loca. Yeah, but I'm not sure who's singing there, which parts are his and which parts are Christina Aguilera's. Yeah, I, I don't know. But before I forget, since we're <laughs> talking music, this this Cardi B, uh, I, I, before, I even knew, before I even knew who she was, and I still don't really, but I said, she's nobody. Know, I just made a play on, I just made a play on where, well, she's somebody, and I'll get to that, but uh, I made a play on words I'd rather do Cardi B than Cardi O. And, you know, that was a push, but, um, when, when I, I found out who cardiac, she, exactly. Or as yeah, Billy Joel would say, cardiac, she was the special guest co-host of the sacred ground that Johnny Carson once owned. And yes, yeah, so I read this somewhere and, and I couldn't believe that late night television had sunk to such unbelievable fucking lows. Her eyes were so like she, I guess announced she was pregnant or whatever. Maybe it was known, but she. She just had a baby. That was part I of the, uh, I don't know, but she's pregnant now. Um, but she she, she I, and I don't blame Fallon and his people because she's quote unquote hot and a big star right now. Um. They they go through them like Taylor Swift and I, I mentioned them on a post last night like Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, blah 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 blah. 
even Missy Elliott, who wasn't hot, had that had good sound and shit, you know, and I, you know, whatever. Um, this girl is so fucking not entertaining and average looking. Like, you know, I, I know before she was pregnant, she had like the Nicki Minaj got a lot of hip hop people like, and I'm a black girl lover. I love the black body. I don't even know if she's black. She might be Puerto Rican because she's light skinned or whatever, but she, she had her eyes closed as if she's just like mentally ill or was was induced by something while pregnant, which is, you know, horrible to think about, but that's not my point. She just killed the show. Like she she didn't know how to do any bits. She didn't know how to entertain. She just said her words were like they needed this is not a racial comment because I don't even know what race she is. Her words were so inaudible that they they really needed to tell like what do they call them things that down on bottom when you see a farm movie? Uh, the uh, subtitles. They needed subtitles because I I I I swear to God I didn't understand one word she said, and the audience live audience didn't either because they didn't laugh, they didn't respond, and then Jimmy Maybe would make that fake laugh to give them. I mean, a is cue. it possible she's she's just fucking stupid? Maybe. But how, I mean, how do you get in that I mean, prominent of a position? Be. I mean, if they can't dumb. all be. I mean, she's uh, she's Dominican and Trinidadian, believe it or not. That's an interesting combination. Um, never finished high school, was a stripper, you know, she, she might just be that, um, this is a possibility uh, and untalented, dumb and untalented. Cause I mean, say what you want about get, some of those to, other people. Like I'm not a big JLo fan, but I would never ever say she awesome. doesn't have talent. Okay. I'm not a big fan of Nicki Yeah. Not a, not a fan of Nicki Minaj, but I wouldn't say she doesn't have talent. Not Anything I enjoy, but I get it. Um, Taylor Swift, too. Not my cup of tea. But uh, I clearly see why when she's singing, um, we will never, ever, ever get back together. I understand why 16-year-old girls love that shit. I get it. And when when that girl's 12, she's playing instruments and writing songs. She's she's talented. Yeah, I mean, I understand where her... That where where her appeal comes from, but when I see this Cardi B chick, I just think, well, somebody trying to make Nicki Minaj 2.0 and didn't quite have the right parts, and <laughs> they kind of fucked up. Like, she's horrible. You know how Fallon does those games with his like main guest. Yeah, what's in the? I don't know if you ever watched like Fallon. That. Yeah, they I, did yeah, the, the line anymore. I urge anyone who has a problem with what I'm saying to watch that edition and tell me that that woman did nothing but kill the comedic value, kill everything in that show. She did a game with him that was, the, I guess, the easiest to do, the look through the thing and, and look at each other's eyes. I forget what he calls it. And they have an object, and he, they describe it to one another. And with... An entertainer, it's it's it, it can be a funny bit where there's a lot of guessing and a lot of, you know, prob jokes on the spot. She was just like blinking something her funny, eyes. And, something you know, funny should fall out of it somewhere. And nothing did. And her yeah, thing was like these round thing, these round furry things uh, bouncing around. And now all of a sudden she says, 
uh, pussy balls. Like, oh, she's so crazy. And, like, pe- people laughed at that. That was the only thing she got a response from. And wow. and then Fallon was just like, uh, and he had to cut the bit short because when he went, she just didn't get the concept of the easiest game. It's like, it was so <laughs> frustrating. Like, he's like, Cardi, we went fucking through this during the- during rehearsals, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> how can you be so, how can you be so stupid? And there's and her and her album is certified gold, and all this shit. And I'm like, who's buying it? Well, um, the sheep who who are who see that she's a black girl and look something like Nicki Minaj and think, okay, it's that kind of music. Here's my dollar ninety nine at iTunes. Give me that single. Oh, there's a drum machine in the back. Cool. Bruno Mars is talented. I don't know if you like him or not, but he's talented. And okay, yeah, I can, can yeah, like can at least, he, yeah, I can at least see why and, people would want to, would buy that. And he he got her on this song finesse, where like the song's pretty, you know, it's got a groove to it and it's nice. And he's it's Bruno Mars type shit. And then she has this like cameo, like they're doing a lot. These days, where a rapper comes out in the middle of a singer's song, or whatever, and you know, in that context, it's it doesn't hurt the song, doesn't help the song. Missy Elliott could do it. Fucking, uh, I could grab a girl in a silly subway to do it. You know, and you know, from that, I don't know why they get these these endorsements. These people, like from real talented people. Uh, we already went through the DJ Khaled. So. Well, it's the whole network. It's the whole network thing, right? they got to try to keep that inside the circle to some degree. They don't really want to let anybody inside. So I don't know. I don't know because she doesn't have any talent at all, in my opinion. I listened to her the big only- single, and it was just like, this is horrible. You know me, I want to be attracted to anybody like that's a hot chick. And she's thought of <laughs> yeah. as a hot yeah, you, chick. You, but I was, you do tend to find the positive in things, or people anyway. Yeah, especially for the, she's thought yeah. of. I Before I knew who she was, they were like, oh, Cardi B's hot, some of my friends and shit on social media. And I, admittedly, it was mostly you know my, my African-American friends. And I was like, cool, I can't wait to see this bitch, because I'm thinking Rihanna. Or somebody who's actually really hot, and I'm looking at her last night, and she's so she adds nothing to well, nothing. She's got nothing on uh, uh, there. Rihanna's a ten times better looking woman than Cardi B ever dreamed of being. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like and I'm not I even a fan of Rihanna, so. and she blows. And I'm looking at everything on her. And she's pregnant, granted, that changes some people's appearances. So maybe she had a bang of body with before the belly or so I don't know. But then she had some fingernails and she was running the the fingernails like up her like legs of her slacks that were like satin. And I said, All right, that's a little sexy. So I'll give her that. If you want to chop off her hands with those sexy fingernails, that to me was a little Turn bit sexy, but that's the only redeeming right, well, quality of it all. But to end on, because we only got a minute left. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think Tom, we should we should probably do this again tomorrow night. I think, unless you got plans. Uh, you know, we'll we'll figure. It, we'll definitely be on air tomorrow night. We got a lot. Um, I, I, we got a lot more ground to cover here. Yeah, we we yeah, we we could stand maybe to do another show, but 
I guess we'll decide that yeah, later. Yeah, it was just an, a show of anger, I guess. So. Yeah, pretty much. We didn't really get to the, some of the other stuff, but uh, still, good good stuff. But uh, so basically, where it's at is uh, Tom's got a rat, not of the good kind. Uh, we're totally in awe of uh, how Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump can be in the same room together. Um, Cardi B has no talent, and America is still as fucked as it was yesterday. And that's it for me. And bust your pillows. By all means. Peace.